0: You know, if my mother was still around today, I know that she'd love to keep the conversations going with some of today's stars and see how they would answer her questions. And now, Nicole Kidman talks to Lucy. What entertains you or amuses you the most? Well, that's a good question, Lucy. Probably my children uh, make me laugh harder than anyone. My family, uh, when we're just, all together and we're being really goofy. That's probably the most relaxed, the most entertained, and I think the, the most joyful I feel. I have a little a little girl who's 13 years old and we call her the mini Lucy because she's got that slapstick comedy that you do so well. And she can just make us laugh just when she falls over or just an expression with no no words nothing and that's um and we can be belly laughing on the floor and that's such a gift what depresses you well recently probably what depresses me is this whole past two years not being able to travel as easily and see my mama who lives in Australia not being able to get on a plane and just whiz over and see her so i think the the limitations of what's happened in these past couple of years and COVID itself has really depressed me. And then if I look towards the future, it's what will be the state of our planet. My sister was studying law for a while and she was doing um, climate change law. At one point she just said, I have to stop because it's so depressing and she would fill me in statistically. And it was one of those things where I just went, this is so dire, I can't actually move into this too regularly because it gives me a lot of fear um, for what it's going to be in 50, 100 years for our children and our children's children. What would you change about yourself if you were given a magic wand tonight? So if I was given a magic wand tonight, Lucy, I would, um, I would actually take away my desire to sort of, I think, please um, because that's a big. Um, in some ways, it's a, it's a virtue because it makes you give and give and give. In other ways, it can cause self sabotage because in terms of dealing with just boundaries and being able to say no, and learning learning those those elegant ways of saying no. But I wish I I wish I did it more often. I'm, I'm very much a yes girl <laughs> and I wish, I, I wish no came easily to me. I would also want to, if I had a magic wand, as I said this to my mama the other day, I'd want to have two of me so that I could have one that was here as a mother taking care of my daughters and as a wife. But I would also like to be able to be a daughter and present for her um, and hold her hand through these years that are her 80s, you know, because that's very lonely, particularly when you've lost your loved one. So I would love to have more than one of me. Tell me, have you been happy being a working mother? I would like to ask you that question, Lucy, but um, I can't. So yeah, I've been happy. There's been times when I have questioned it, of course. There's times when I go, I've actually looked at just stopping completely. When I got pregnant with Sunday, I just went, that's it, I'm done. And my mother said, I think you need to keep a toe in the water. Your artistic voice, your creative voice needs to stay alive because at some point you're going to want that again. And it's a huge, it's a huge release for me. And it's a way in which I explore and hopefully become more well-examined and hopefully give back as well and act as a conduit for for other voices in the world. But, you know, there's always that push-pull. There is always going to be the guilt. There's always going to be the desire to be a role model for them but also to be able to be there at all times and protect and be the shield against life. And I think that's something when you are a working mother is – being the shield, you don't get, and occasionally you miss a you miss a show, you miss a concert, you miss something. My own mother was a working mother and she would miss things. At the same time, I'm devoted to her and she gave me an incredible work ethic and she acted as a role model for me and gave me a path and trailblazed a path for me as a woman. So it's always going to be a push-pull for me. When I was playing you, Lucy, part of the thing that drew me to the screenplay and part of the thing that drew me to you as a woman was you were push-pull. You were trying to um, be true to your art. You are a comic genius. And you were – the way you dealt with your whole career, including your failures and having to brush yourself off and get back up and start again and then keep forging ahead – is so inspiring at the same time the desire to have children and to have a home and to have a husband and to have that nurturing place I so relate to it <laughs> so One of the biggest draws for me was being able to explore that part of your life because everyone knows the I Love Lucy show. And that's what I really found compelling was that Aaron Sorkin, in his weird and wonderful way, was able to get into your head. And I was able to get into it through my own experiences and see what your struggles were, and see the way in which you um, were trying to honor your craft and your gift, but at the same time, trying to just have that beautiful home and family. What advice would you give to young girls to aspire uh, to the acting profession? Read, absorb life, feel, be your. find out what your authentic voice is learn to handle when people criticize you personally learn to realize that it isn't personal actually (laughs) and keep moving forward because and part of and your failures can sometimes be the biggest lessons because you can move forward into a place that you never even thought you were going to go primarily also be willing to do the work Don't show up and think it's going to be done for you. Don't think you get to coast along and realize that the journey is long and it's going to have many twists and turns. And it will be, if you're really devoted to acting and you want to do it for a lifetime, it's going to be a roller coaster. Is there anything that you would really like to do that you can't do? I'd like to be able to speak seven languages. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to be able to speak Italian, French, Russian, Chinese. I mean, I wish I could speak uh as many languages as humanly possible because I feel like by speaking the languages you enter into the into so many different cultures and worlds. I I speak a little Italian and that's given me such an affinity for for Italy and Italians. So the idea of speaking more than more than two or three languages would be just exquisite and I wish I'd done it. And it's my advice to anyone who's young, start learning those languages now because you're immediately allowed into that country and into that culture. It's such a bridge and it's immediate. And it's also incredibly um, warm and flattering to the different countries because if you can speak the language or if you're even attempting to speak, but imagine speaking seven languages fluently. The world is your oyster. (laughs) You know, if my mother was still around today, I know that she'd love to keep the conversations going with some of today's stars and see how they would answer her questions. And now, Marlo Thomas talks to Lucy. What are your main interests in life?
1: Well, my work for sure, is a big interest of mine. It's where I get a lot of joy from. In fact, my husband always says that he loves when I'm doing a play because that's when I'm my happiest. And then he's obviously another main interest in my life, and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is a big interest in my life. And going to the beach and doing nothing and getting a tan, being a girl from California, that's another big interest in my life.
0: Is there anything that you would really like to do that you can't do?
1: I'd like to keep my mouth shut when I should. I don't seem to be able to do that. I I I feel it coming up out of me like the exorcist, and I think, oh, don't say it, don't say it, and then I do. Some people just love me for it, and other people would <laughs> rather I not do that.
0: What is your idea of a really strong man, you know, strength in a man?
1: Well, I think a really strong man, to me, is a guy who's got some confidence. He goes through the world confidently. that That's what I love about Phil. That's really why I fell in love with him. And I knew that he was confident like that, that he would make good decisions in our lives. Now, my father always said to me, well, he said it to me when I first produced my own television show, I was... Probably, as you know, the second woman to produce her TV show. You were first, and then there was little me. And my dad said to me as I started to hire people to surround me on my show, he said, Hire strong people. It's the weak ones that'll kill you, not the strong ones.
0: What is your idea of the ideal home life?
1: In my house, when I wake up in the morning, I put music on uh, anywhere from, you know, the eagles james taylor the beatles or just uh, mozart or chopin or something light and I, I i like peacefulness the world is crazy enough the workplace is crazy at home I, I i just i want it to be happy and and peaceful music love lightheartedness that makes me happy
0: do you think husbands should be the boss of the household
1: No, absolutely not. In fact, I didn't get married till I was 42 years old, and I was never, ever going to get married. And I think the main reason I was never going to get married is all I saw as a kid were families where the man was the boss of the household. And my father was one of nine boys, nine Lebanese men, and they were the boss of their households. And the women, you know, just fell in line. What do
0: you think of today's young people?
1: I worry about them. I, I think that today's young people uh, are so uh, involved with electronic devices and they're really, you know, they communicate not even on the phone. They don't even have the human voice. I do worry about them. I, I, I think they've had something taken away from them, something called intimacy.